0: Recovery 101, yeah, with your hosts, Bruce, Shelley, and Mark. They want to talk with you, joke with you, and tell you the facts. They want to see you in recovery, work in those steps. And when you're through, they want to chat with you. Put down the jack in the crack, and take a step on back and go to a meeting. And keep coming back. And then tune to recovery101.net. And when you're through, they want to joke with you.
1: Hey, I'm Dr. Dew and you are listening to Recovery 101.
0: Thank you to Courtney for a marvelous Recovery 101 jingle. Recovery 101 does not speak for A-A-N-A-O-A-C-A-G-A-P-A-S-L-A. Uh-huh. Nice catch. C R R R M M D R A P A C M A. The C I A. C Y A.
1: Occupy L A. No, yeah, no. no. Um,
0: they don't, don't even speak I,
1: for themselves, didn't you?
0: Well, yeah. You know what? It would be kind of political. We actually. Oh, let me let me do this, and then I'm going to bring. Oh, up some. we can't do anything uh, political. I got. Uh, welcome to Recovery 101. My name is Bruce B. As always,
1: with Shelly. and Mark.
0: We got an email we from did. whom, and I can't remember what her name is. And I'm sorry that I don't remember it offhand, but uh, she thought there was maybe a little too much politics in. What which show? She specifically. Well, she didn't. She might have said actually. I forwarded it you, Oh, dear. Days and days and days ago. No. I figured since you do the boozy news address? and would go to the email address and get the boozy news out of it, you would have seen it yeah, by now. Yeah, the
2: last two times we've recorded, I've been completely lazy and haven't gone to the Google email. I've just pulled everything from Facebook because I get so much stuff on Facebook that
1: – Oh.
0: Well, she specifically mentioned Mark, actually. Oh, dear. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. She said that – someone needs to come that we need oh she said we need a flaming liberal to come on to counterbalance mark
1: so her issue wasn't her issue wasn't that there was too much politics it was that there was too much politics that she didn't agree with ah uh probably okay
0: oh well i mean you know you know what?
2: to be honest we do need so i mean i'm very middle of the road but you guys are pretty far to the right so if politics do come up i'm outnumbered well a.
1: Wait, you who normally sits here with your George Bush shirt on is middle of the road.
2: I love well, the maybe, Bush
1: family. Maybe compared to us.
2: Compared to you guys, I'm. I'm. Okay. A, I'm compared to you
1: guys, I'm liberal.
0: I'm. I'm not as right wing as some people. I have a guy I sponsor who's
1: really pretty right. The thing is. Well, we'd and, have to find a liberal that could speak intelligently. And I'll
0: and I'll mention this a little bit at one. the beginning here. One. When we're bantering, that for me the whole Occupy thing. For the record, I think they're going about it all wrong. Now, I'm sensitive. You know what? If we bailed out your company or your corporation, you should not be getting any kind of golden parachute for anything because you did a sucky job. That's, I mean, that's a no-brainer to me.
1: We shouldn't have bailed anyone out to start with. Well,
0: and the second part was that we shouldn't be bailing people out. You know what? Gene Simmons what? from Kiss said it best. If my company – he's talking about, like, these Chapter 7s and 13s or whatever, and he's like – What is this now that we can't let any businesses fail? He goes, you know what? If my business sucks, it should fail. He goes, because giving me more chances isn't going to make the business any better. Now, on the other hand, everyone's like, ooh, let's stick it to the corporations. I'm all for that. I own a small business. Yeah, you know what? But Buy from me for Christmas or wherever. Buy from me. But lest we forget, I don't know how many... Of the 99% of which we're all typically a part of, Mm -hmm. apparently. I don't know how many of them are employed by corporations, but I would say most of them. So, you know, you start... I'm not. You start... Well, you're not because you work for a city. But, I mean, people that, like, if you work for a restaurant chain or a fast food thing or, you know, most manufacturing things, it's some kind of corporation. It's like you start to ax their profits and watch how many people lose their jobs because, you know corporations not 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 big for giving up profit
1: well look the first time you show me the first poor person to give me a job that i'll go out and rail against the rich until then every job i've ever gotten has been given to me by somebody who had money
0: actually <laughs> that's that's pretty hard to deny well
2: well, I, I, my opinion is I agree with some of the things that the Occupy people are saying on their little manifesto that they're trying to figure out what it is that they're saying. <laughs> so, um, so,
0: so, do the, uh, what's, so do the Tea Party people. They agree with some of it, too.
2: Right. Um, I just think that singing Kumbaya in Central Park for four months is really not going to help.
0: Doesn't it look – have you seen any of, like, the videos or anything on YouTube? It looks – I swear to God, like It looks like a miniature Woodstock. It looks like a Renaissance festival. People are getting, you know, henna tattoos, and there's people walking around with, like, turkey drumsticks and stuff, and I'm thinking, really? Because you know what? If I lived in that area and I was homeless, I would be there in a second. Yeah. Because free camping downtown, and guys are coming around, they're giving out tents, and they're giving out NASA blankets, and they're giving out lunches, and if I was homeless, I'd be there in a second, in a second.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. You get three seconds of politics from us until you bring up the fact that there are politics from us, and you get the whole opening of the show.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. We've just spent
2: five minutes of <laughs> what should be the well, boozy news.
0: You know what it is? Uh, it's time for the boozy news, and the news not fit for
1: booze. Okay,
2: this transition did not go smoothly.
1: Yeah. I'm also I'm I'm way way open to debating politics with whoever wants to check in.
2: Well, I'm a a big fan of
0: of talking politics. The problem is, as we know, it's just like talking religion or anything else. You get a lot of different viewpoints, and yeah, we're not a political show, but we do talk a lot about what's going on. Stuff. And And politics is going on. It's an election year. For the meeting after the meeting. I
2: think politics is fine as long as people don't let it degenerate into personal attacks. I think that's Hey, I'll be the first
1: to say I'd have voted for Bill Clinton for a third term if he could have run. Really? I made a fortune while he was president.
2: Jeez, okay. Let's see. Um, Everything I touched. (laughs) In Brigham City, Utah, sweet. normally you would think that if you get a dog and you train the dog and you love the dog and you feed it good food, that that dog is going to love you back. Apparently not for one man in Brigham City because his dog shot him. Um, That's a smart dog. They he don't have an
1: opposable thumb. How'd they, how'd they do that?
2: They're not exactly sure, but he and his dog were not traveling in a canoe-like boat and ah. the man stepped out into a shallow marsh to set up some decoys. He left his shotgun resting across the bow of the boat. While he was bending over, there was a discharge, and if Ooh. he hadn't been wearing his hip, Waiters, he probably would be in a lot more pain than he's in now.
1: So so there was a discharge, and then there was a discharge? <laughs> yeah,
2: pretty much. <laughs> there was probably
0: yeah. damage anyway. I mean, they, it was a shotgun.
2: Yeah, they think that... Well, he did go to the hospital. He had to am go sure to the, he did. He had to get admitted to the hospital, but um, he is recovering. They think that uh, the dog, when he jumped up into the bow's boat, he somehow either jostled the gun or moved the gun, and the man said that he thought he had the safety on it, but... Oops.
0: No. apparently not
2: apparently not um here's some Lilo news ah, oh, perfect and this is I don't even know what to call this this is such you know how you can see the train coming
1: this is so Lilo
2: it's so well it's not just Lilo it's also are, Courtney are, okay
0: is she standing on the tracks looking towards where the train is coming from running towards
2: she's running toward the train <laughs> the train has a big giant red lipped light on it and the train is named Courtney Love. Um, Courtney Love has volunteered to be Lindsay Lohan's sobriety coach. (laughs) Dead silence. Well, the
0: reason why there's silence is because I don't know. Is Courtney Love sober?
2: Nobody knows.
1: Jesse James volunteered to be the bank security guard. (laughs)
2: Uh, Nobody really knows whether she is or not um, because she's. You sometimes see stories where she's out in clubs and people are reporting that she's drinking, and then you see stories where she's proclaiming her sobriety that she's been sober since two thousand seven or eight or something like that but well the the
0: the the true thing is you know I mean people say what people will say if she is sober and she's been sober since two thousand seven great absolutely.
1: I could be Lindsay's recovery coach. I'd keep her sober, yeah. Mark and I are available. I'd lock her in a freaking closet. I'll bet you would. you can bounce, No. Are you kidding? No, in, I'm yeah, not. I not.
0: saw her in, uh, what was the movie with uh, the last one? Oh. Machete.
1: Yeah.
2: In Charleston, South Carolina, uh, Keon Sharp, who is 18 years old, and apparently his last name... Never heard of him. ...does not denote his level it of is. intelligence... <laughs> He tried to take the direct approach to get a new job. He wanted to get a job with Brink's Security Company. Ooh, okay. So he decided it would be a really good idea to bang on the window of the Brink, Brink Security truck while they were making a stop. Oops.
0: Did they shoot him? How'd that work Almost. out for you?
2: They had him down on the ground at gunpoint. The police came. He was arrested. He's like, I just wanted a job.
1: <laughs> oh, I see how this works now. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, well, he did actually get a job out of the whole thing. After he was arrested and the police, you know, there was an investigation, the police determined that he actually was just going to ask them how he went about getting a job with Brink Security. Uh, they offered him a job with the city's street cleaning department.
1: They used him as a broom. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely.
2: Um, awesome. Okay. In Highland Park, Michigan. Uh, Does anybody live in Michigan anymore? Apparently the... Highland Park. Detroit's Recent, like a graveyard. Apparently, the recently discharged Miss USA, Rima Faki, who was what, what, the first. Whoa, 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 wait, what, what was her name? Rima Faki. <laughs> she's the first. She's related, Rima,
1: she's related to Rima Fakou.
2: She's wow. the first Arab woman Miss ever, USA. Miss USA. I thought
1: uh-huh.
0: the second part of that was me.
2: Say that one more time, her name. Rima Faki.
1: Okay,
0: yeah, no, I, just, I just missed it a little
2: bit. I thought F-A-K-I-H. What are you laughing about anyway? F-A-K-I-H.
1: It's male okay. Okay. It's, I don't it's, it. it's male bathroom humor. It starts when we're six. Funky? It starts when we're six. It never ends.
2: Okay, at any rate, she is very sad and apologetic for the situation that she is in right now. Because she just got a DUI. <laughs> yeah, Miss USA got drunk and drove. In the Detroit suburb of Dearborn, apparently. So. Well
1: she probably didn't even know that was against the law in Dearborn.
0: They pulled her over, yeah. she said, Fuck you.
2: <sighs> Bruce, okay, that's not funny. You're like that newscaster that couldn't stop laughing over that one guy's name.
0: No no, the one that was better was the the talk show host, where the guy just loses it. The guy's got some kind of thing wrong with his throat, so he talks in this really high voice. He ended oh, up yeah. he had like the number one talk show in Germany and it got cancelled and the guy's like his career just died. Now he works at, like, some shoe store or something.
2: In Colton, California. Not too far. Um, this is a really, I find this very odd, but let's see. It is Colton. 22-year-old Ruben Arzu was apparently under the influence of steroids and other drugs, and it took four police officers, two stun gun Detroit blasts, rage. and four sets of handcuffs to restrain him. <laughs> Because he had decided to get naked. He's 3,300 pounds and he's a bodybuilder. He decided to get naked. Wait, whoa, whoa, and, What? He's how tall? 300 pounds. I mean, he's. And a bodybuilder. I thought you said
0: 3,300. No. no.
2: 300 pounds, bodybuilder. He decided to get naked and savagely beat a couple in their home, leaving them in critical, critical condition. Right rage. Mm-hmm. They don't. There, there's. The police have no. He has not given up. Any motive or anything for this. Can I
1: explain to the police what they did wrong? What? It was two tasers? Yeah. Four sets of handcuffs? Yeah. Two shots from a nine millimeter?
2: That
0: yeah. would have done it. The whole thing would have been over. He's one gonna... shot in the knee.
2: That'll one,
1: do it. One shot in the neck would help, too. Yeah, well, you
2: know. I love how he's booked on suspicion of attempted homicide when he's just put two people in the hospital in critical condition. Well,
1: it's always suspicion.
2: Yes. Okay. In Washington, D.C., the Federal Aviation Administrator—that's the FAA—Randy uh, uh-huh. Babbitt resigned on
0: Tuesday. Is that DUI also?
2: Yeah. Three days after he was arrested on a drunk driving charge.
1: Tis the season.
2: Yup. He. la
1: la 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 la.
2: He said that serving as the FAA administrator had been the highlight of my professional career, but I'm unwilling to let anything cast a shadow on the outstanding work. Uh, done 24 hours a day, seven days a week by my colleagues at the FAA.
1: Who's throwing my going away party?
2: <laughs> yeah, really.
0: And is it open bar? <laughs> yeah.
1: And does he have a driver?
0: It's going to be thrown by a bunch of pilots yeah. <laughs> getting ready to fly. <laughs> the greatest thing I ever saw for drunk is uh, Steve Martin and what was the Shelly? What's the old guy? Uh, he's a real old guy, and, and his whole shtick was being drunk. Foster, Foster Brooks. Brooks. Oh, my God. And Dean Martin's talking to him, and he's saying, well, you know, what do you do for a living? And he's all hammered. And he goes, I'm a pilot. And, he, and he's like, oh, what, what are you doing? He goes, I'm going to fly.
2: You know, the best one was Hudson and Landry on the album Losing Their Heads, Ajax Airlines. That was a good That was a good one. You should Foster, look that up on Foster YouTube. Foster
0: Brooks, Dean Martin, pilot.
2: Okay. We've got two stories from Sweden here. Sweden. Sweden. And they both involve people with no legs.
0: Do they have Spenska Flickers in them?
2: I have no idea what that is. A Swedish girl. Oh, okay. No, they don't. Uh, the first one was a man that had had both his legs amputated after a long struggle with diabetes. Oh,
0: jeez. He was to hear that.
2: unable to get about, but his... Now, keep in mind, this is a country with socialized medicine. His application for a power wheelchair had been denied.
1: Yeah, of course. Yep. Um... Folks look into the future, and this is our future.
2: Yes, he wants to be able to get around on his own without having a carer having to push him around or whatever, because he's not strong enough at his age to push himself in a regular wheelchair. But they denied his application for a power wheelchair because, and I'm quoting here. Um, wait, I just lost the quote. I was looking at it, and now I've lost it. <sighs> Maybe I should be wearing my glasses. <sighs> um, okay, this is. Re- I'm going to have to edit this.
1: your glasses. Do you want your glasses Give yeah,
2: Shelly
1: her glasses. Shelly? Yeah. Here, Shelly. Have oh, your oh, glasses.
2: oh. I just found it. Uh, oh, oh, he was oh, denied Kato. his power wheelchair because the health authorities remain uncertain if the impairment is permanent.
1: Wow. This guy part lizard or what?
2: No, he has no legs. They cut them off at the knees. He has no legs. He doesn't have a tail either, but it might grow back. Ooh, yeah. Yeah uncertain if the impairment was permanent. And then... He's trying to escape. We have the story of Frederick Janssen, also from Sweden, who had one leg amputated, and every year has to go to the parking authorities to prove that his leg has not grown back in order to get his parking permit. What country is this? Sweden.
1: It's socialized medicine. So you get to look forward to, folks. Sweden.
2: And he thinks it's ridiculous that he can't have a permanent parking permit because parking, mm-hmm. you know, you have to have it by permit. It's not a big country. There's not mm-hmm. a lot of parking. So yeah. so he has to prove every year that he doesn't have a leg. He has to go and take up mm-hmm. somebody else's time with a doctor because time yeah. is rationed. Yeah, that's
0: just stupid.
1: They have socialized medicine in Australia, too, you know. I have a friend of mine out here from Australia. They buy separate insurance so they can go to the hospital next door to the hospital.
0: Nice. Perfect. Let's see. They should move to Sweden. Where apparently they have tip-top medical care.
2: Um,
1: as long as you don't lose your legs.
2: In St. Petersburg. Florida! Yes. Uh, this is one of those times when my mother was right, when she said it was very important to learn how to drive a stick shift, because you will need to know how to drive a stick shift if you want to be a carjacker.
1: And to always wear clean underwear in case you get an accident after the hospital. Right. Okay.
2: Even though they cut it off of you and don't look at it anyway. So, um, to... Uh,
1: Bruce is trying to keep up with this.
2: Two men tried to carjack a couple in a 2007 Nissan. One got on either side of the car and forced them out of the vehicle.
0: Didn't they got
2: into the car, mistake. couldn't really start it, were trying to figure out how to, and then they realized they didn't know how to drive a stick, so they said, we're sorry, got out and ran away.
1: <laughs> I like that.
0: Perfect.
2: Held them up at handgun uh, with a handgun, there's, too. There's a
0: video of some guy called the Polite Thief or something. This guy is robbing this guy, and he's telling the guy. He's, like, so nice to the guy. He's like, I'm really sorry to do this to you, but I really... And it's an old man behind the counter. He's like, really? And he's like, yeah, i got to feed my kids. And the guy's getting money out and gives him something. He goes, no, no, that's that's not enough, sir. i, I got to feed my kids. And he gets all the money out of the drawer, and he goes... And the old man is like, you know, I'm going to pray for you. And the guy's like, I appreciate that. And he laughs, and I'm thinking... But it was like the weirdest. Like, I mean, the guy's got a gun out on the guy and everything. It was very strange.
2: Wow. Okay. Oh, we're way past time, so that's the end of the boozy news. You were late. The New Way Foundation Victory House Aware Program is a state licensed and certified substance abuse treatment provider located in Burbank. The New Way Foundation has a 50-bed residential program for men 18 to 64 years of age without insurance and outpatient programs for both women and men. New Way is a nonprofit foundation that is partially funded by Los Angeles Substance Abuse Prevention and Control under the Public Health Department and provides affordable and effective treatment. For over 40 years, New Way has been located in walking distance from beautiful downtown Burbank, numerous parks and major transportation lines. In comfortable settings, nearly the entire continuum of care is offered by state-registered and certified counselors and interns. Don't wait for an accident, arrest, or overdose to contact us. Help yourself or your loved ones find treatment and the joys of recovery. When your way doesn't work anymore, try the new way. You can reach us at 818-842-9416 or on the internet at new way dash foundation dot com helping 25,000 people find a new way since 1967 recovery 101 clean and sober internet radio
1: yeah yeah we can dance if we want to you can leave leave your friends behind behind,
2: cause your friends don't dance and if they don't dance whether no friends of mine
0: oh yes Men Without Hats.
2: Why are they without hats?
0: I don't know. Matter of fact, there's one of the weirdest videos I've ever seen.
2: Is that the one with the blonde chick and they're dancing like it's a renaissance fair or something like that? Yeah, they've got a midget running yes, around with them. Yes.
0: Sometimes I look at those like videos from the 80s and I'm like... I didn't realize acid was that popular in the 80s <laughs> as it had been it in like the It wasn't, but the it was lo- It left over from the 70s. Yeah. So... Uh, are we going with your topic or the topic Marty sent it?
1: You moved into the host chair.
0: Marty's topic was justifiable anger. Like, how do you deal with it? When is it? Are you able to work it? Okay. You know, they, they talk about justified anger as being one of the toughest things to deal with because you're pissed... And you have good reason to be pissed and how do you deal with that in your recovery Shelly
2: I don't know um I guess for me I had to realize that sometimes things aren't fair and things that make me angry I'm just not gonna get what I want I mean the point of Fair doesn't mean that everybody gets the same or everybody get what gets what they want it means that everybody gets what they need
0: and it certainly doesn't mean everyone gets what they deserve so unfair would mean that nobody
1: gets what they need right right okay so Second.
2: you know sometimes things aren't fair according to what we want but you have to I have to ask myself do I, do I still have what I need and the answer is yes hmm.
1: What do you think, Mark? I just get pissed. Yeah. There's justifiable anger. So you know what? I get angry. And usually when I get angry, it turns out stupid for me somewhere down the road. And then I make amends for it later.
2: I don't do anger very well because it it I, I don't feel comfortable anymore. I mean, I used to get really, really angry about things and mm-hmm. do a raving nana and screws with your psyche yeah i'd be angry for a long time but i can't sustain that anymore i just can't it's she did a raving nana on the plumber i did i was out in the front yard the neighbors saw it and everything it was exciting lit him up the franken well, plumber
1: there's there's reasons for that sometimes okay
2: well in the case of the plumber there was definitely a yeah. reason <laughs> so you know, not see so you got pissed i caught him breaking something just to fix it
1: so you got pissed did you get loaded
2: i don't think i was sober yet I don't even think I started my, my last oh, binge by that. Oh, it don't matter
1: if, if, if you did it then.
2: That was pre-binge, I think. I
1: think he meant it in sobriety.
2: Oh.
0: Yeah, usually. Yeah,
2: in yeah. sobriety, no. Now,
0: it, it is a recovery
1: show. Yeah.
2: yeah, okay, now I can't really sustain anger. If the plumber thing happened today, I probably would not have done a raving nana. I would have just invited him to leave and fixed it myself.
1: You know what the thing about anger is? I think it's really important when you're angry... To be angry. What's really not a good idea is when you're angry to hold on to it. To and stay then you're, angry. And then you're angry later for no justifiable reason.
0: And then you get angry. Eventually you hold on to it long enough and it's anger turned inward becomes resentment. And resentment is the number one offender.
1: Yeah. So right. get angry. Let it out. If you do something you shouldn't do, apologize for it later and move on.
2: I used to do destructive things to myself because I felt like... I've always felt like I wasn't allowed to be angry. That somehow that was, you know, a bad thing. Like, like I was a bad... I uh, what's God's
1: opinion?
0: Uh, I, I don't know, but they were calling. Uh, no, I always London thought that... London
2: calling. I wasn't allowed to have that feeling. I was allowed to be happy and everything was fine, but I wasn't allowed to be angry or sad or depressed or anything. Yeah. That somehow I was a bad person. But see, that makes no that sense. Way. I know, but then what I would do is I'd end up, like you said, turning it inward and I would end yeah. up hurting myself.
1: Yeah. And then you get angry at something really stupid down the road because you didn't let the anger out when you were pissed.
0: Yeah. Well, for me, I don't get that, like, outwardly angry usually. I mean, it's... I'm more of a worrier than an angry unless there have been times though, like I've had a customer or something in the store like, Oh, I had a guy one time in my store. And you know what? What? We made a deal on a mattress. He says okay We go over to sit down at the counter, Chinese guy and you know uh we go to sit down at the counter, his wife goes to wait in the car and he suddenly tells me he doesn't want to pay that much. And I said, Well that's what we agreed on, and that's I'm giving you a deal and blah, 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 blah. And the guy goes, well, then I'm not going to buy it. And I said, great. So I ripped up his invoice. And he looked at me, and he goes, what? And I go, I'm. you said you're not going to buy it. I'm ripping up the invoice. You can go ahead and shop at another store. And I wasn't, like, raving, like, upset, but I was, you know, being quite assertive. And I said, see ya. And the guy went to go get in his car, and I could see the wife shaking her finger at him. I mean, she was, like, pissed. Guy comes in like kind of looking down and kind of walks up to the table and goes, can I buy it for the 700? And they said, yes, have a seat. That was good of you. Well, I think the best thing that that seems to be the thing that works in most circumstances is if I'm angry about something, maybe I should be praying for God's will. And Maybe. if I'm angry about it, it was God's will for me to be angry at that moment. And the thing is, don't hang on to it. Don't let it turn into anger, you know, turned mm-hmm. inward. Uh,
1: well, you know. Well, according to the Bible, how many times did God get pissed? Well,
0: he wiped out the entire population once. That's
1: pretty pissed. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a little forcloved. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a little, that's, for- that's <laughs> a little <laughs> pissed.
0: You know. Hey, if you don't mind, I'm going to drown everybody.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Then I'm going to drown all the soldiers by closing up the uh, the sea. You know, I mean, <clears throat> here's the thing: if you if you get angry, but you don't let the anger out, yes. Then are you working an honest program?
0: What do you think, Shelly? <laughs> I
2: don't know. I've just there have been times, there have been quite a few times, when I've been angry at you or one of the kids or somebody else or somebody in a meeting or whatever, and I would talk to my sponsor about it and the first question always, what's your part in it Um, and once we dispense with that um, then the next question is always, how important is it? You know, you're letting yourself get upset over something that might not even be that important. True. So I was—I I always have to take responsibility for my anger.
1: Okay. Outstanding. I,
2: Did I say the wrong thing? I'm getting like they'll look like you're expecting somebody to say something else. Last
1: Christmas, doing Christmas dinner. I gave you my heart. <laughs> the very next day. You gave it away. I'm getting dinner ready. We have 14 people over for dinner. I'm expecting a little help for that last 20-minute. You know that last 20-minute push?
2: Yes. When everything suddenly starts to be done all at the same time and you've only got two hands and there's 17 things to move.
1: I go looking for my helpers. They're all sitting in the backyard. The pipe has just made the circuit around getting stoned. I have no help, am I pissed? I'm pissed, yeah, what was my part in it? Don't you let know I get stoned at the house. I don't get stoned at that yeah, well, <laughs> and I didn't get stoned at the house.
0: No, no, you let them get stoned at the house.
1: yeah, well, there was adult supervision
0: ah, yeah,
1: you know, so you know, I'm like, was I pissed yes. I went inside, I finished, I got everything ready. I rolled a fantastic dinner out on time, by myself. So you Two weeks ago, I still had somebody come to me and point out the fact that they were really sorry that that happened. And I'm like, this is still bothering you 11 months later, I'm, I'm over it.
0: Yeah, I, yeah <laughs> I, I gave that up a while ago.
2: My sponsor would call that an expectation problem. Yeah? I... I frequently expect things and I'm frequently disappointed mm-hmm. because people always let you down.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so if I if I don't expect things, then I don't have anything to get angry about. Mm-hmm.
0: No, it's kind mm-hmm. of like the, the fear factor. Why do we do things? You know, Big Book Mac used to say, we do everything out of fear. Why is Mark upset about the guys out back getting stoned? Because he's afraid if he doesn't get some help, nothing's going to be done on time. Yep. You know, why do I go to work? Because I'm afraid if I don't, I won't make enough money to keep my house. Why do I work a step? Because I'm afraid I'll drink. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, yeah. it, it's really everything's fear based. You'll notice that even in the big mm-hmm. book, it talks about in step four that the word fear is bracketed next to everyone's issue. Yeah. Because it's so pervasive.
1: We're just all a bunch of fruity Cats. Yeah.
2: So, Shelly. What would your
0: final words on
1: the subject be?
2: I don't know. I, I, anger is not a good subject for me because I, I dislike feeling that way. So I'll do everything I can to avoid it because I'm not comfortable with it anymore. I mean, I used to be okay with it, but I'm not now. I, I don't like, I don't want to be an angry person. I don't like how that feels. So I try to avoid it. I mean, you know, the Dalai Lama said that when you practice anger, you get really good at it.
1: Ooh. and She rolled the Dalai wow. Lama out.
2: I don't want to practice Do you have anything it. from
1: Alice Cooper at the same time? That'd be a great parallel.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know why, but for some reason the, the song Signs just went through my head. Oh. But uh, no, I just I don't want to practice anger. So I try to avoid it. I, you know, if I keep my expectations level, levels low and, uh, and stay in conscious contact. I have a much greater chance of not being angry. Oh. Except for I do sometimes get irritated. Like when I got home tonight. But I got over it.
0: Okay. So, Mark, what, what are your final words?
1: Um, I like the topic that Marty picked because I think the key to it that we really didn't go into, but that's really important, is as addicts and alcoholics, we can learn to justify anything true so pretty soon is we can justify our anger there's times you're gonna get angry I'd recommend not making those times too frequent and to work instead on your serenity level that's it
0: well I'm gonna I'm gonna go along with Shelley's I'll just shorten it if you practice anger
2: you'll become good at it Thank you, Mr. Lama. Yeah.
0: Well, that, see, you'll notice when Mark usually comes up with something, it's like when Mark comes up with one of those shining examples, it's like half a sentence or a sentence. Just like he finds the one part in it that's really good and boom, boom, I'm done. Because when you said that, Shelly, uh, Mark and I both looked and went, ooh, that's good. Right there.
2: So, Shelly, who are our friends down southeast? About as southeast as you can get. Without Whoosh. a rowboat, uh, that would be uh, in the com. You can go to it's an online recovery community. You can go and put up a profile, meet some people in the A of your choice, go to online chats and meetings. You can go to Friends of Recovery 101 and listen to our show on the embedded player while you surf the site, and it's all free.
0: That's awesome. Oh. Mark, what?
1: How about our friend? That'd you, 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 you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, be Bruce in the rooms in the rooms.com you can go to recovery101.net you can scroll down click the link and uh, go to 12 step gazette you can read his fine fine publication online you can get it emailed to you or you can get the subscription prescription he will send it to you via the United States postal service just you will you'll never get it the next day
2: no because they've got to stop doing that wait do this so- how do you do the sound effect I love that sound effect how do you do that I can't do that
1: <laughs> people at home are like people at home like going, There's something wrong with my, with my
2: sound. WTF. T U They're like there's something,
1: something wrong with my sound card.
0: It's I can clicking.
2: do I can do but I can't There'll be there'll be people
0: on, on tech support lines going, Hey my, my, my real tech Lansing speakers are
2: clicking. <laughs> uh
0: we've got uh email addresses at y- at YouTube, recovery underscore one hundred and one at hotmail.com recovery one hundred and one radio at gmail dot com. You can join our crack advertising staff at recovery one hundred and one radio at radio sales at gmail.
2: <laughs> Say that one all over
0: again. <laughs> oh, really? I was backing up. Uh, you can join the crack advertising staff at recovery one hundred and one radio sales at gmail dot com, and. We've got videos at youtube.com forward slash easy look and youtube.com forward slash recovery 101 rule 62. Don't
1: take yourself so damn seriously. Yeah, we sure is. F don't. Shelly,
0: who's the lead out music by?
2: Mm, I don't know. I wasn't thinking about it. Oh, are in the headlights. Hmm. Well, not really headlights. I'm just, Um, I don't know. Let's do
0: Mariah Carey. No. All I want for
2: Christmas no. is you? No. M&M? No. Anger I will never M&M? use it. M&M? Eminem? Anger Management? No. I will <laughs> never <laughs> use Wait.
1: Wham? <laughs> last Christmas? No.
2: I'm not going to use any of those. I think that we should go with. 6am? Yeah, like a third I know we can't do a whole song of 6am, but I, we haven't done 6am in a while. Okay. I think so.
0: There's. I'm pretty sure there's a Christmas song on there. And I think it's something like. I don't want to die here in the valley. (laughs) And I know that doesn't sound very Christmassy. I love that. But uh, I think that's got it in it. Everybody, try and leave it better than you found it and be the example. We're out. Take care of you.